we were DMing before. Are you on a date? I am on a date. I'm on a date. She's inside. Yeah. Is any chance we could get her on the interview at some point? <laughs> yeah, we can see. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, poke All my right. head in a little bit and see if she's interested. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't believe we're on a first date with Julie. <laughs> this is this is really groundbreaking uh, <laughs> uh, YouTube viralness. I don't know what it is, but this is. This is We're gonna break the internet tonight, boys. We're gonna break the internet. <laughs> I fucking hope. Welcome into Winging It Podcast, presented by Wingman of the Year. Now let's get ready to wing it. All right, welcome into Wing It Podcast. Got a great episode as always. Max, you're the fucking man. There's a lot going on in the world right now. A lot going on. And I'd like to start talking about my boy, MGK. Okay, we're going there, huh? Let's just go there. Uh, Okay. my, My man McGregor is trying to stay relevant, okay? I've always been a big McGregor uh, fan. Yeah. As big as some of those people out there. But MGK, apparently the story goes, correct me if I'm wrong from what you've heard. All right. Apparently McGregor came over to ask Megan Fox to take a photo with him. But I think he asked MGK, being kind of polite. And then I think he said no. And then there was a little scuffle. And I MGK pushed McGregor. Is what I was what I read. Did you hear different? No, that sounds about right. Uh, a little background for the fans at home here. It was at the uh, 2021 VMAs that took place in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center, and this was out on the red carpet prior to the show. Give a little context. But, yeah, no, yeah. your story's about right where McGregor was on the red carpet, saw Megan Fox from a distance, wanted to lay photo as MGK as a uh, you know brother v. brother kind of respect thing. MGK was like, nah, fam, ain't feeling it. McGregor might have been confused or there might have been, there seems to be confusion at that point. That's where things get muddy, but then he was not happy. And yeah, you can go from there. I don't think we're ever going to know the full story. So we can only speculate. I'm just going to side with MGK no matter what. Um, But McGregor went on record. Someone asked him like, what happened? He's like, I don't even know that guy. I just know he's dating Megan Fox, Um, which might be true. I doubt McGregor listens to his music, but uh yeah, I, I, I don't blame him for wanting to take a picture with Megan Fox. Um, she's a fucking icon, sex icon, sex symbol. Um, oh, yeah, just a little bit. And so I don't know what happened, but then he ended up throwing a drink at him, too. And that's like kind of the video that went viral. Right. Uh, I think the other also, the other part of the scuffle was more of uh, photography, but it was the beverage uh, toss that went more viral on the TV. Yeah, and then there was like stills of like uh, McGregor throwing the punch. I, I wonder if some of that shit's just fucking staged or whatever. Yeah, I don't know, because, like, MGK, like, goes to all the UFC fights now and shit with, like, Travis Barker and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're literally fucking everywhere now. Like uh, I always feel like you're right. Whenever I see a sporting event, like the NFL draft, it's, like, the most random shit, and it's always, like, MGK and Travis Barker's just Maybe it's shit. because we notice him now because I'm, like, a fucking fanboy. But, yeah, he was literally – he performs at all these things. He's always on – like Saturday Night Live, he's on all these talk shows. He's on everything now. Um, the album just fucking projected him. And then being with Megan Fox, do you think? 
I don't think he'd be on that level without Megan Fox, though. Do you agree? I mean, it definitely doesn't hurt. Um, I actually, I've ever told you my hot take on this. I think that the MGK Eminem beef had some uh, staging. There were okay, times. No, let's go. Let's go into it. Okay. I obviously, so I think there's a few layers, right? I feel like that whole beef with MGK was almost a um, proving ground to see if his rap career had any more relevance or if he should try other music. And I'm not trying to shit on MGK because I do enjoy his songs, but like just, in, but in the same respect, like if we're being honest, Eminem's obviously a better rapper than MGK, but that doesn't mean you have to shit on, you know what I mean? It's kind of like Donda and like certified lover boy, Drake and Kanye, right? Like you don't have to necessarily pick one or the other. You can like both. Anyway, back to the beef. I think my hot take is I think that verse, that whole diss track at Eminem, because there was a little bit of like ruffles in the water, but it was never really boiling was him to try to be like, okay, can I get some good publicity and maybe see if I can kind of like rejuvenate my rap career a little bit. Cause he had a couple songs here and there, but it was kind of stagnant and he had a good verse, you know, like it was good. It was like, people were like, okay, that's not bad. And then Eminem obviously like obliterated him, but I hey, it's like hard to go. It's hard to go first. I agree. Very hard to go first. Unless you do the Eminem route and eight mile, you like shit on yourself. Right. Exactly. I agree. Like it's not an easy feat. Eminem has way more on the odometer. Like there's a lot of layers to it, but I feel like that point was a way that MGK could almost like have her out to try something else versus like maybe pivoting and upsetting fans. I don't know. I just, I feel like, and there's been like ties that both of them are under, like if you go up the tree, right. They're not the same like individual label, but yeah. if you go up the pecking order. They're both, I think under inter- interscope out the look, but they're both under the same massive label. There's okay. just a lot of interesting things where it's like, Hey, you know, if we do this, it'll benefit both parties in their own weird way. Because yeah, rap battles are like good for, you know, selling fucking albums and shit. Oh, for sure. And then the thing too is right around that time, MGK dropped out like a, like a seven song EP that bombed right around that time. It fucking okay. bombed. So I think he was trying to be like, Hey, I had this one good song, check out the other ones. And yeah. it didn't do well. And then it was like, okay, let's fuck it. Let's just try some of this other shit that I wanted to try anyway. Yeah. That's, that's what I hate about. Like, I don't really like his rap. There's like some songs, but like, you mm-hmm. know, obviously I like more tickets to my downfall. That's more my shit, but yeah, I hate, it's just exhausting. When, if I talk about it. people are like, Oh, Eminem destroyed him. I don't give a fuck. I'm not here for his rap. I'm mm-hmm. here for the new music. And I don't know. Right. But that's that. We won't go too deep onto it. I don't know if our listeners want to hear me fucking uh, jerk off mgk okay well here on a scale of one to ten how epic do you think that scuffle was between mcgregor and mgk was that like the greatest scuffle of all time being a 10 or is it like a joke at one where would you rank it are you talking like legitimacy or are you talking like okay so let's do let's do two rankings a legitimacy ranking and also a quality of the scuffle well i'm gonna say it was a fucking two for a scuffle because Nothing really happened. No hands were actually thrown. Legitimacy. Ten being like uh, real shit. One being like it was planned. See, I'll give I'll give it an eight. I I feel like that'd be hard to fucking plan. I just think Connor's just fucking insane at this point. That's fair. I think legitimacy. Um, just to mix it up, I'll be a seven. That sounds pretty valid. Um, 
I think the being coy, like, I don't know who the fuck you are type of shit. He knows who MGK is. Like, let's be real. He may not be bumping every song, but he knows who he is because he's at all these fucking events. As far as, like, the quality of the scuffle, um, I think you're right. I'll give it a, I'll give it a three. Yeah, a three. Because there's a little – there's the problem with the scuffle that doesn't give it the quality it deserves is a lot of fucking confusion. I don't even think MGK even knew what was going on halfway through it. He was kind of like, I don't know what's happening. And then crazy. <laughs> I read a TMZ article and his camp was like, We're, we don't really have any comment. We don't care. Yeah, he, he got asked <laughs> the question after and he just like pushed the mic out of his face. But right. I, if he actually pushed first, guy gets a lot more props in my book. Like, let's fucking go. Like, you're just pushing it like a UFC fighter. We think's the great. Do you have any like great scuffles that come to mind off the top of your head? Of like celebrities? Yeah, I have one. Although it's kind of sad because what happened after, but it's by far uh, like nothing's most... really coming to mind. What do you got? <laughs> well, obviously, I think the most iconic scuffle, which is sad because it led to the tr- passing of a lap rap legend, was the Tupac scuffle in Vegas for the Mike Tyson fight. Mm. Because that was a scuffle with people that were kind of in the same running or group with um oh god. It was I don't think it was in Biggie's camp. Maybe it was, but there was that huge scuffle, and that's what like Suge Knight and everything else, and then hours later is the passing. But that's like the one of the more iconic scuffles. Yeah, no, nothing really comes to mind to me except for more like athletes. Like I'm thinking Adam Pacman Jones and like Ray Rice and shit. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this is more like assault. Oh, yeah, that was pretty gnarly. But yeah, I, don't, I feel like you don't see like actors really throwing hands they their faces are too pretty you know who was I mean? that corner for the titans against uh andre johnson there on the texans oh uh finnegan that yeah, was a good finnegan. one. Oh yeah so trolling finnegan yeah. and uh, andre johnson that was a good one. Oh yeah i love it i i those cor- i hate cornerbacks man they just think they're the toughest guys in the world little man <laughs> fucking guys um but i think that's a good thinking, segue for football though i i was just gonna say um yeah We'll touch on it briefly because you know this is uh this is winging it podcast. We're not a sports podcast, but a uh, tough week for us, Max. Tough fucking week with our G men. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Max and I are Giants fans, and uh, mm-hmm. tough couple of years. But uh, breakdown we've talked about it offline already. Um, the O line sucks. It always has. Um, <laughs> yeah. The J- Daniel Jones fumble. He only turned it over once. He didn't do anything to win the game, but we couldn't run the ball. Saquon is still like getting back into football shape. Um, he definitely had a pitch count, which is okay. I get it. We don't want to hurt him. But if you can't establish the run game, you can't get play action going. You no. get predictable. And then you're asking Daniel Jones to win the game with a shitty fucking online, line. And he's playing out there with Kadarius Tony and uh, fucking Kenny Galladay, who he's barely ever played with, hasn't played a real game with. And all he's got is Shepard, and Shepard had the best game. But it's. Mm-hmm. Oh, Thursday night. I'm not feeling confident. Got to be honest. No, I, I feel you. And what's sad, I just saw on a Giants group. Um, if you take right now from when the infamous uh, Odell Beckham boat picture, oh, we are 18 and 48. It's a rough life, dude. Rough life. But I'm hanging out with Beaver, man. I know. I don't know why it's such a weird uh, like point of like conflict for us Giants fans, but. Um, I will give some credit where credit's due. Uh, Shepard came out the ball, and Logan Ryan had a couple of pop fumbles. So shout out to those two guys on the squad. No, it was uh, 
I I don't think we got beat as bad as the score would say, but mm-hmm. regardless, next week it's week one. We got fucking eighteen weeks of football now, as opposed to seventeen plus playoffs. But uh, I know it's crazy. Fucking back, crazy game uh, last night. Recording oh my god, football was insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's back. I'm ready for more. But uh, Max, we got another Wody nomination. Uh, we're bringing them out weekly now, and we've been kind of consistent with it. So. All right. Um, you want to start breaking this one down for us? Yeah. So this is a uh, adorable little. Is it a French bulldog? It, it definitely. The I bulldog have no family. idea. That thing looks like it's, it was. It's not even old enough to leave its mother. Probably not. But not eight weeks old. Yeah, it was definitely fresh out of the litter, and they were chilling by the pool. And this dog saw an opportunity. I think he thought it was a play toy, but it led I mean, to it was, a, it was a little girl. It was a little girl dog. Yes, it was a little girl dog. And she saw the top of uh, a string onto a bikini top from maybe the dog's owner, like a mom, and uh, was tugging a little bit. Thought it was a little tug of war. Well, um, the bikini top dropped. And, uh, you know, the boy salute one for the boys. Obviously, she uh, recovered it, but it was quite humorous. And I think it's a very wingman move by the uh maybe the husband kind of cheering on the yeah uh, and he was uh the husband and he's like oh he was like good girl like you can come to the beach with me anytime you know what i mean yeah yeah Uh, it was it was adorable no it it was great uh that puppy was definitely for the boys um Mm -hmm. uh, i don't know and for the girls that are into that too i mean everyone loves boobs i think (laughs) Uh, i don't know how you can hate on them but uh it's very true that uh we'll call it a french bulldog for the fucking boys. Uh, look out for that Wody nomination coming at you. And yeah, we're going to have another one next week. Uh, we got to keep it going. We've been all consistent. These, all these nominations, because at the end of the year, we will have to nominate and officially crown yes. the man of the year. So if you have something or a video, picture, or something, you want to nominate someone, or uh, it could be your dog. We love yeah. dogs. Um, Are you going to um? Do we think we should for the budget fly you out to present the trophy to whoever wins it? I, I would I would love that. I would love to <laughs> get to that level. We got to get to that level though. Uh, yes, sir. But no, we've been Max. I'll give it to you right now. Round of applause for you. We've been so much more consistent with you being my co-host with uh, coming out with episodes on time, Wody nominations. So props to you, Max, for fucking getting me into motion there. Well, I appreciate it. It means a lot. And, you know, it's a two-way street. You help me a lot with shit. So it's great. And I feel I'm excited. I've been, you know, Grant, it's been about a month or so, but I'm really happy with what winging it is and what it's going to be. Yeah, we got a lot of big shit coming. We got a, we got a couple episodes in the bank now. Like, we're recording while ahead of the t- like ahead of time. It's amazing. We're, we're professionals. I'm going to go out and say it. We're doing mm-hmm. this thing. Um, yeah, we got but- our shit together. I love it. Yeah, no, we still got a lot more to get together. Like, I'm still technically, like, moving into my place right now. Like, I got a, no background behind me. But we're working Damn on crime. <laughs> but anyway, uh, great episode today. Great interview. Max, we actually, uh, so the interview is with uh, an Instagram account called Brought to You by History. Um, just like it says, it brings you Instagram posts daily on things that happened in history and i've actually learned a lot from it they long story short this guy hopped into one of our instagram lives i think during the nfl draft yes we connected with him and uh he uh he sat down and did an interview with us he did it from his iphone out and max this is for the listeners he actually did it 
while he was on a first date with some girl. Mm-hmm. And he took the time to step like on his first date, he took the time for us. And it was a Tuesday afternoon and he lives in like the Boston area. Oh, and so crazy. From his date was out there with a beer. And then we actually got the girl to come on the episode with us. And she talked, it was like, I don't know if a podcast has ever done that before. I think we're on a first date history. I feel like we had to, in some capacity, that's not a thing that happens normally. No. Cause usually that, that guy's a fucking wingman for like, Hey, you know what? I'll set aside my personal, uh, no, I would have canceled if I had a date, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, um, cause it was like some last minute scheduling, but, uh, Props to him for like doing that. And that's gotta be a cool day. I would love to follow up with them. I think we're gonna, when we push this episode out, I would love to know how those two are doing if they're still seeing each other. I think that'd be dope. Uh, Julian's a cool guy. You know, I feel like we had a really good back and forth with him and I can see a lot of potential with maybe collabing with him in the future with the network, but it was just so cool. I think he had a lot of knowledge and then he had this extra wrinkle of being on a date and then, you know, she was, and she was in the mood with it too, which was awesome. And she has her own podcast and stuff. So it was really a cool back and forth. So shout out to Denise, shout out to Julian. I forgot her name. I can't believe you remembered it. Oh, you just edited the episode. So, well, that, that, yeah, it doesn't hurt either, but you know me, I got that brain remember shit. So I know I'm fucking dumb as shit. I can't remember. I'll start telling a story and talking circles and (laughs) that. I'm I'm the worst. I shouldn't be podcasting, but here we are. Somebody's got to do it. Someone Uh, has to. Wingman of the year. But anyway, um, oh, side note for the listeners, uh, Julian's phone dies before the end of it. So oh, just yes. be aware of that. But we we wrap it up good. Um, so here's Julian. All right. Welcome into Winging It. We got Max yeah. and, and and brought to you by History. Brought hey, to you by so History. Guys? AKA Julian. Julian. Yeah, I just learned that was your name. Me too. Three minutes ago, mate. That's okay. How the Brought hell are you? History is much more important than uh, than Julian, so no worries at all. How's it going, guys? I'm doing well. How about you, Max? This is great. You know, it started as a fun relationship in some of our Instagram lives, and, yeah. and I follow your stuff, and you actually do some really solid content. Now we have an interview out of this. This is great. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'm uh, happy to be a part of this, guys. I follow you guys. I love what you guys do. The content's awesome, and uh, yeah, I've dropped in on a few live sessions. The first one being draft night which i've never watched before in in my history yeah you're not are you're not really into football you said right i love football i've just never done draft night before okay okay now i i was a little bit drunk that night okay <laughs> and you, you came that. in alive i thought you had glasses do you wear glasses i don't wear glasses no that was a different guy fucking hammered i guess i guess i just remember you roasted me in the chat bro a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, you were making some comments, and I just had to drop a few, a uh, few doses of reality on you. <laughs> Would you consider yourself an internet troll? No, no. That was that was the first and only. I mean, the, the live sessions. You guys are the only ones I jump in, and I've never felt compelled to really put somebody in their place like I did with you, Hunter. So <laughs> I love this guy. Let's go. I love it, man. I like this relationship we got. I almost felt like a rivalry. You know, like. I don't know. No, Matt no, Fields no. and the McCoys. <laughs> yeah. Max, that's a great start to the show. What is your favorite rivalry in history? Oh, geez. Greatest rivalry. Well, Hamilton Burr. I mean, you know, they wrote a whole play about it that's super, super famous. But the real history behind that relationship is, is fascinating. Um, and it is, you know, it does span over decades. And it was, you know, a, a 
first a friendship and then just to see the antithesis of who they were as people and how they ended up um, you know, becoming rivalries and eventually what happened to Hamilton is phenomenal. And most people don't understand, and I don't want to go on this huge rant, but Burr eventually was so interested in being uh, president or emperor that he actually defected to the British and tried to take over the Louisiana territory um, and just wow. run his own empire. Holy yeah. shit, you know your stuff. I know a little bit about that one. <laughs> I'm kind of getting like a historical boner right now. This is awesome. Yeah. I know I like love you, like any history, but like especially US and stuff, crushed it in school. I loved it. Um, what's like, what's your, well, obviously, like what's your background? What made you decide to like create an account like this? Yeah. So I, I know I grew up with history as my favorite subject. I took um, the MTELs a few years ago, which is uh, basically a certification to be able to teach in public schools for high school history. Um, I didn't go that route with the career that I have, but I don't know. I just, I've always been interested in, you know, facts. I've always wanted to know exactly what the truth out there was versus what was speculation being told to me and brought to you by history was really inspired at the beginning of COVID. You know, everybody is familiar with this, this just like blitzkrieg of false information <laughs> that was getting everywhere to everyone and being perpetuated by everyone. And I thought a nice neutral way to kind of like have a positive spin during this time was to show people like what's actually happened in history uh, rather than telling them you're wrong or you're an idiot or anything like that. Just give them the facts and let people understand for themselves how things, how things were and, and where we are today. So that's, that was the inspiration was, was COVID and all the, the crazy political talk that came out of it. Right. No, that's a great message, honestly, because I think I need to be fucking heard more. At least yeah, in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah, um, absolutely. From a more technical end, though, and then I'll turn it to Hunt, is um, how do you, like, obviously, history, it's all over the place, right? You can pull so much different facts and figures. How do you decide to research your content to be like, okay, I'm doing this on a certain day, you know, outside of the obvious, like, okay, this is the date it happened, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, you know, a tremendous amount of websites that are both mainstream and then niche that are out there that kind of just keep track of all these different things, whether it's you know, history of pop culture, history of films, history of politics, whatever the case may be. So I'll take a look at what's going on. And depending on if something's trending, um, you know, in society, or if there's something that's, you know, relevant to what I'm going to post, I'll, I'll post that. If there's nothing that's really interesting, honestly, I'll, I'll look for something that's a little bit more related to pop culture. So like recently, you know, I posted something about day two of Woodstock 94. Obviously not such a big deal as like, you know, the nuclear holocaust or something like that. But it's, it's something that happened in history is something is fun. I, I try to be, I try to mix my content with things that I think that are thematic and really deep and should be understood, such as like the Jesse Owens um, Munich Olympics, mm -hmm. or, you know, something that's just carefree and fun. Some, oh, not carefree and fun, what I'm about to say, but something that's a little bit more topical and relevant to us as a generation, like Kurt Cobain's death. Right. So yeah. I want to back. Well, you guys are young, right? You guys, you guys even know who Kurt Cobain is? Yeah, <laughs> I've heard of him. Oh yeah, who is he again? Yeah, I'm, I'm 32, joking. and then you're 27, right? Yeah, I'm pushing 30. How old are you, man? I'm 33. 33. Oh, that's a good fucking age. That's I like what's that. up, 88 crew. What are the odds are that you'll chug that beer? <laughs> Say that again. What are the odds that you'll chug that beer? I'm not chugging that beer. That's for you, buddy. That's for no, you. No, no, I'll Venmo you for your next one right now if you chug that beer. I have um, a gag reflex, so I'm going to throw it up. So, no, it's not going to happen. You're not letting <laughs> him vomit on the KD jersey. No, 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 no. Right. Yeah, but So, I, we talked about it briefly before we hit record on this episode. You're, you're at a bar right now. 
I'm at a bar. I'm at what a date. Where are you at? Like, give, give them a shout out. Oh, I'm at a Bella Restaurante in uh, beautiful Framingham, Massachusetts. <laughs> okay. And I, yeah. I think we were DMing before. Are you on a date? I am on a date. I'm on a date. She's inside. Yeah. Is any chance we could get her on the interview at some point? <laughs> yeah, we can see. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, poke All my right. head in a little bit and see if she's interested. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the interview, I want you to take us in the bar. Okay. Okay. I mean, we'll we are wingman of the year. Yeah, I'll talk to her. How's it going? Like, can is anyone around you right now? <laughs> First date. So you guys can uh, plug me or or destroy me. Either way, I guess. <laughs> Well, we can't destroy it. I ruined my brand if I destroy you. <laughs> we'll go into the bar at the end. Okay. Okay. Is is it packed out tonight? What do we got going on out there? No, it's a low, light crowd. Light crowd for uh, Tuesday. And what did she say about you? Like, hey, I got to go do this podcast. Like, apparently she's got some. Apparently she has her own podcast, which was astounding. Um, oh. So she totally understood, and it was fine. And I need Ice to find breaker. out what it's about. Yeah. Oh. I can't believe we're on a first date with Julie. <laughs> this is this is really groundbreaking uh, uh, YouTube viralness. I don't know what it is, but this is this is. We're gonna break the internet tonight, boys. We're gonna break the internet. <laughs> I fucking hope so, man. I I just I I can't. I don't remember you looking like this either, man. I thought you had glasses. I still can't get over that. Glasses. And, and you're a mass, dude. I was just in New Hampshire. We should have linked up. I should have linked up. I should have linked up. Now that we have this more formal connection, you know, it's the sky's the limits from here now. No, absolutely. Um, I guess one question I have is, is there any, we have a top five or a game later. So I'm going to tweak my question a bit. What's some historical days that you're like, oh yeah, these are days that I like in a historical perspective. Is there any ones that pop off the calendar that you have more memory of? You're like, I really am into this day because of this reason. It could be personal or something bigger or, no, I mean, I guess the only thing that's always been fascinating is my birthday is uh, April 14. And that particular day in history, it just absolutely sucks. I mean, it's the day before, of course, taxes are due, but it's the day that Abe Lincoln was shot. It's the day that Titanic sank. And there's this whole wow. slew of absolutely terrible things that have happened on that day. So I don't have like a favorite day uh, of the year that relates to history, but that's that's probably the most uh, relevant for, for me or one that comes top of mind. That's super. Wow. Yeah. It's a bunch of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe how like <laughs> you're just firing off these dates and these events, man. I had, I figured you'd have to be kind of that like into it that much. Like you're like, are you obsessed with history? No, no, no. And if you were to ask me about like European history or anything really outside of the United America. States, I, I really don't know too much about, you know, anything beyond that. I love politics. And like I said, I, I just, I have a natural affiliation or interest in understanding what's real and what's not. I, I just thought of a great question on, here on Winging It. Um, so a lot of people, <laughs> they believe in reincarnation, right? What, what mm, if, if sure. you were to believe in that, what were you in a past life? I need to know this fucking answer. That's a good question. That's a good question. I, I was probably, um, yeah, I know you got some good ones today, Hunter. You brought your A game to this interview. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was probably into politics at some level. I mean, I, I have a natural, you know, I don't think I'm a president level type of politician, but I have natural leadership tendencies, as I know you do, Hunter. Thank you for your service. Um, okay. So I'm probably some sort of politician or, or in the military in some way, but I, I couldn't say beyond I, that. I, I brought that up because I was you? like, um, well, so 
I know I might have just been a draft. I don't know. I'm tall and I got freckles. I don't know if that, <laughs> that stuff turns over, but I don't know. I don't know if I was a person before or whatnot. But I know a lot gotcha. of people for that question, and we were talking about American history, they always say like a Civil War soldier. Oh, I, like that's that. interesting. I like that answer though. So that's miserable. That's a miserable, miserable life to have. So if that was your life, I'm so sorry. And I, I feel like that's a common one though. Do you got one, Max? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I got I said draft, so I, I guess I think things on the I always table. joke where I like you know, squirrel, but like that's not predictable. <laughs> so like, you know, maybe I would like predictable. To be a squirrel, yeah. Like everyone's like, There's so many of them. So, all the fucking wow. squirrels. Um, you know, I could be like I always think I would probably be like maybe a bartender in like the Revolutionary War times. Like not really okay. out in the action, but like just wanted to, wanted to get in the no shit, you know? Like I think whatever you hear like American history back then, it's like, you know what? If I was in a tavern, that shit would fuck. Like that would be awesome. Being a tavern owner back in the day, I mean, you gotta oh. remember like coffee didn't really break out until like, you know, the late 1800s. So before that, everything was just alcohol and water. So <laughs> you had a guaranteed line of customers who were always going to be at your, uh, your tavern. So yeah, great business to get into. Right. No, I always thought that was like, cool. That was the coolest <laughs> aspect was the fact that this country was founded on just like bro sitting at a table, like, all right, we got to fuck up some Brits. Yeah, like, let's yeah. go down to like Lake George and crush it or like whatever. Yeah. I'll also throw in, I, I feel, I feel like I got some possibly some wild west vibes or i'd like to i don't know maybe i've been watching a lot of west yeah, world I yeah, don't maverick. Know. you're a maverick yeah i don't know yeah, man who like knows it. is it bad that yeah. as soon as you said that i immediately thought of the will smith song which is like a wreck a train wreck oh no song. i don't know what's that movie he's in wild wild west wild 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 Classic. <laughs> um max do you got any more questions before we go on in the wing of top five i don't want to hold you too long from your date no, oh, you're I, good. You're good. I think man. that mainly covers it. I guess my only question is, are you the type of person and not, you don't have to, if I like whipped out like, all right, July 9th, you could whip out like a historical date. Like, is no, that a memorization thing I'm for sorry. you? No, no, no that that's fine. Well, I wasn't sure. Like, you know, I always joke, like I've been there and know like all my state capitals. So I didn't know if there was any memorization to certain facts and figures and stuff. No, 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 nothing like that. Nothing like okay. that. I will say though, before we get into the game, just for your audience and for mine as well. Yeah. The really cool thing about history is that it, it just grounds you, right? So I'm not picking a side here. I'm not endorsing anyone. But if you think back to, you know, the, the election, tremendous amount of fear was going on both sides into what would happen um, if either person was elected. And I know that, like, for me, here's a quick anecdote. You know, I had a friend who is a rabbi in Cambridge, and she was, you know, petitioning her followers online, to, you know, to, to get married in case President Trump was reelected under the fear that, you know, that constitutional right would be um, reversed, would be amended or, or rolled back. The reality of history, and it, it shows you, like, it, for that example alone, there's only been one amendment in the entire history of the United States that's been uh, rolled back, which was prohibition. Only one. So when you know that, and you get to really understand, like, the history of the Supreme Court, and the, the reality of their voting decisions, and hmm. really the fact that it doesn't matter if a conservative judge or a liberal judge is on the Supreme Court, the way that the voting history has always gone, you're grounded in the fact that these things will never happen. It doesn't really matter who's the president, the branches of government are bigger than that one individual, and there's never been a precedent that's, that's taken a social issue back to a prior uh, destination. So the last thing I'll say to you guys is, get in love with history because it's really not only a great way to make you seem like a smart guy in the room, but it is definitely a, a phenomenal way to, to get uh, rid of the fear that is constantly being perpetuated us these days. So that's my last 
serious spiel. Let's uh, let's get to the game. No, I like that. Actually, quick follow up, just because similar vibes. Is there any correlation from this past like couple of years um, that refers to like maybe a time in history? Obviously, I know the Spanish flu with the pandemics, but was there any trends you noticed in the last year or so that you know? Like, oh yeah, this is lining because they always say history repeats yeah. itself. This, I mean, you know, the, the situation with with Biden isn't unprecedented. I mean, we've had older you know presidents. I think that the whole thing is mostly about transitioning of politics. There's this huge progressive progressive movement taking place. It's very much like the, the 60s, you know, and right around the time that Kennedy was killed and the transition from Kennedy to Johnson and then, you know, so on and so forth. So very, very, very similar, very, very similar times. That makes sense. I can see that when you look back at it overall. Yeah. 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 I, I need to brush up apparently on my history. Yeah. I like <laughs> history, but you know your shit, man. Well, you're running a company, man. You're too busy for that. You got yeah. other stuff. <laughs> we're transitioning from the Navy. We're, <laughs> we're shoring up things here. We're getting a little more organized. I love it. I love it. But winging it top five. Let's do this. Cue the, cue the drop. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll add that in after. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So how, how do we want to do this? We're going to do a snake draft. You know how to do a snake draft, man? This is just one after another? Yeah. So like, here, let's pick the order. Okay. How do we want to go? I think the guest should go first. I don't know. He's pretty fucking good. Well, true, but it's just house rules. <laughs> or host goes first. What, 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 what do you want? To go? We'll give him choice. Yeah, he, choice. Sure. How, guest I'm choice. Just, I'm just simply selecting some person from history on my team. Is that right? Yeah, yeah so but do you a, want to go first, second, or third? So if you go third, you also get the fourth pick, and we're snaking back through. I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay, all right. So... You're going to go second. I'll go third. How about that? Okay. I did pick, but that's okay. Yeah, no, no. You know, the guest is not sure. Yeah. All right. Brought to you by history. You are on the clock. And right. we, we didn't preface this yet. This is top wingmen in history. And we okay. each pick okay. five, essentially. So. Okay. okay. So the first one that I'll pick is uh, Lyndon Johnson to the civil rights movement. So he was a huge mm -hmm. part of the civil rights act getting passed by Congress. After Kennedy was killed, many people urged Johnson to kind of slow down on its implementation and focus on other areas that were a little less controversial. And Johnson's response was, quote, like, what's, what the hell is the presidency for anyway? Uh, and he, because he was from Texas, because he had a particular level of leadership in Congress, because he wasn't seen as a rich knob who didn't even understand the civil rights issues, uh, he was able to get that, that legislation passed. So Lyndon Johnson's my number one boy. Okay. That's, uh, a, good, that's a good pick. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought that was a weak pick, uh, number one overall. Oh, weak pick? Weak oh, bring pick. It on. Bring um, it on. I'm going to get you on the turn when I come back around, so you better pick it up, <laughs> mate. It's a civil rights movement. Yeah, I, I just, you know, it, it wasn't on the top of my list. So okay. Maybe I'm being biased, but. <laughs> All right. So the second pick I will take, because I thought he was going to go with this pick, but it's pretty similar vibes, but I'm going to go with Abraham Lincoln. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, sucks that you put me in the two spot, isn't it? Um. Abe Lincoln, I don't, is there much to be said, but for the folks at home that may not know stuff, um, you know, he was running the ship during the Civil War, tried to bring things together during a tumultuous time. The Emancipation Proclamation, which is obviously one of the ground, probably the only other thing that's on par with what you said with the Civil Rights Movement. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just a top hat goat, honestly. So I'm going to give it to Abe. Honest Abe Hunt. Wow, that Good one... Pick. uh. That one really takes the wind out of my sails here. Um, 
Yeah, maybe I should have went second or first. But okay, I got I got some other options yeah. here. Hopefully, you guys don't <laughs> keep robbing me. Oh wow! Millhouse to Bart Simpson. Good job, Hunter. Good job. No, just <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm gonna go. Davy fucking Crockett, number three overall. Remember wow. the Alamo. You like that one. That's a good one. That's yeah, a good um, one. I, I don't know uh, too much about it besides he came over. Did he die at the Alamo? Yeah, he died. He died. He died. I don't, I don't, I don't know a lot of guys wearing raccoon skin hats. So that's. Uh... He was for the boys, though, and that is a wingman to me. He was coming, you know. He was a soldier. He was a trooper. Yeah, he, he went down with the fight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I think I think that's a good number three that's, overall pick. But I got the number four overall pick as well. Let me update my list. Bring it on. That's bring a good it on. pick. I like that. Okay, Davy fucking Crockett. Got it. Just letting the fans know at home, <laughs> this is the top five wingman in history, according to Julian, myself, and Hunt, steak draft style. Yes. Um. <laughs> Second, I got some sleepers here. I don't want to burn them. I obviously want to save those for the later rounds because we take yeah, yeah, sleepers. Yeah. <sighs> I feel like I can get a lot of these in the back end, even though they might be better. I'm going to go number four overall, Harriet Tubman. Oh, okay. How about that? Uh, what, was it the Underground Railroad? Yeah. Very progressive wing woman of the year. Whoa. That's good. She was before her time. Before her time. Pioneer. She was. <laughs> um, the thing I looked up, she successfully – completed like i don't know what the word was like 13 like missions or something or so, yeah, i don't know like, 13 like missions yeah like yeah. 13 ninja missions yeah that's weird <laughs> but Very yeah the underground mission. railroad i i don't have as much information as you do on your picks but you're the history <laughs> guy i'm the podcast guy you guys want to say hi to the date yes 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 yeah. all right time out date time okay hey hey how are you doing i'm great how are you good what's your name Denise. Denise, that is a wonderful name. Pleasure. How, How is your date going? Um, I just got here, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um, nope, the thick Boston accent. It is a treasure. I was about to say it's wicked out there. Dying away. It's wicked. <laughs> um, I mean, you should tell me that's a story. Denise, <laughs> I heard you had a podcast. Is she gone? She walked away. Yeah. Oh. I, I, I thought she was going to plug her podcast. Yeah, we wanted to have her uh, podcast be plugged. Do you want to plug your podcast? Yeah, Heavy Crown Radio. Heavy Crown Radio. Okay, what? Tell us about it. Um, it's a lot of it's about like relationships, dating, friendships, true crime. Like, there's nothing that I no stone unturned. Really? I'll talk about anything. Okay. Yeah. You sound like I a version of winning. Said, I know. I don't know if you've heard of Godfather of Harlem with um, Forrest Whitaker, but I had Hank Strong on my show, and he plays um, Big Dick Busta. Big Dick Busta? Yeah. It's a <laughs> I gotta Google. I gotta Google that one. I'm scared. You have to show up, yeah. but... okay. I had no idea that this is even. This is all based on real characters too, so it's pretty funny. Okay, you. I had no should... idea that, that actually existed. You but then I found bring... him. And I was like, I need him on my show. That's awesome. That's probably one of my favorite episode okay you got to bring this guy sitting across from me on <laughs> apparently guy, he's a smart motherfucker <laughs> have you ever have done you a really, podcast very I, I, have yeah. you ever done a podcast on a first date um no i haven't actually <laughs> this i don't is, think i've ever done a podcast for I, called, a I think date. i called my ex fiance after 12 years and i was just like hey by the way you want to do a podcast let's talk we haven't spoken at all 
Wow. Got him to come on. Oh, shit. <laughs> Put him on the spot real quick, but this is yeah, amazing that's that this is I've going. I've never done it on a date. This is interesting. Yeah, winning it is on <laughs> a. Are you guys betting me? What's that? Are you guys betting me? I mean, I are we? I'd be baby. I mean, what are your intentions with our Julian? <laughs> I have terrible intentions. All right, <laughs> we like that. Hey, so our brand. It's called the right. end of the year. We're going to make this happen. We're going to need an update about this date. I think it's off to a yeah. fucking hit. Hey, yeah, brought to you by let's history. Let's get around to drinks. Julian failed relationship life. <laughs> Julian, let's get around to drinks going, man. All right. All right. All right. Uh, who do I got to Venmo? You don't have to Venmo anybody. Come on, this one's man. On Wingman of the year. <laughs> do you guys have beer on your end? Uh, Max, you can go grab Oh, let's grab them for beers. I already drank mine. We are yeah. a top-notch, high-quality productions. Yes. Dude, I already drank my two tall boys, so we had an interview before this, but. Thank you. I had a, an IPA. Thank you. She <laughs> grabbed drinks? Interesting. Yeah, she's grabbing drinks. But I'm, I'm impressed that you agreed to this interview. Yeah. Tonight. Dude, I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to push back again. You know, we already had a reschedule. No, 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 yeah, yeah, we were a little unorganized back then, but I'm back home now, back in New York. So yeah, no worries at all. No worries at all. Yeah. Um, we're relaunching again Jesus tomorrow. Very lucky. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Drink it, sink it. You know. Drink it, sink it. I I'm impressed with this interview already. I did not see this, like. Julie. I watched a few of your interviews. I have to say, <laughs> humbly, this is the best one you've done. Mm. I agree. <laughs> I, you know, because a lot of people think like history might be boring. You're a fucking character. How? Let me. Let's go back before we get back to winging at top five. How come with your content? How come you don't get on camera at all? How, like, is that a, is there a plan in the future to get on there on your page? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. You know, I mean, I guess if you really do want to expand it, you can get into podcasts, you can get personal, you, you know, should. there's all those little like reels and TikToks and all that stuff that you can figure out how to coordinate with. I don't know. I, I personally didn't want to get involved and like make me the the center of it. I just wanted kind of the content to, to speak for itself. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I should involve myself more and get more, more followers. I mean, I, I have like less than 2,000, so something's got to get. Yeah. I mean, we don't have many either, but we're going to get there, and uh, we know. The Rolodex might be calling you, though. I like it. Yeah, maybe I like we'll it. have to, our people call his people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, I would definitely start a podcast if I were you. you like, you know your fucking shit, dude. And you're like, it seems like you're genuinely, like, interested in it. Yeah, we'll like, see how it goes. Like, you know, maybe, uh, maybe you guys and I will do something else together. Who knows? I hope so, dude. I'm like... We should bring you on. Like, can you like I got an idea? I'm just thinking out loud here. That's kind of what I do on the spot. Okay, so you do brought to you by history and you do like this day in history kind of thing. Maybe on our shows, like once a week, like you can record a 15 second thing for us and send it to it. And it's a segment. This you're using this all the time. I love it. You know, sometimes it gets going, you know, but sometimes it doesn't (laughs) push start, but it's going, man. It's All right. I get it. Back great. to it. Back to it. So, who was my second? See, pick? you did Harriet, Harriet Tubman. Tubman. Okay. Back great pick. to Winger. I think it's back to me. Uh, no, did, me then. No, I didn't go yet. Okay. Yeah. Got so, it. you got the number one overall. So, you got to wait a but little But you'll bit. get two up next. Yeah. You're going to get two yeah. up. All right. So, for me, I'm going to go a little more modern on this pick. Uh, I'm going to pick Captain Sully Sullenberg 
the oh. pilot that saved all of those people near uh, you know well, Hudson in 2009. Wow, he had some alcohol on his breath, so I don't know oh. if it, if he saved them or if he just made sure they didn't get killed. Right, controversial pick. <laughs> a, I did not know about the alcohol on the breath. We'll but, let the audience decide. But, uh, <laughs> the Tom Hanks Captain Sully was uh, there. You go. That well, was a Tom Hanks. <laughs> so, yes, Captain Sully. I, I, saw, I was thinking about it, I'm like, you know what? What's a good modern day one? I'm like, Captain Sully. So, uh, so cheers, guys. You, oh, what are we oh, drinking? Yeah. Cheers. I have a harpoon. Harpoon. Oh. Shout out to Harpoon. Shalom. White sangria for the lady. And white sangria. It's funny. So, obviously, I know they have a brewery in Boston, but their other brewery for harpoon is up in uh, Windsor, Vermont, which is like an hour from the house. Great place for yeah. food. Highly recommend it. Yeah been there before there's a ton of great breweries in boston and vermont especially burlington and then they're popping up all over the place in uh, your area yeah over in your neck of the woods too yeah. i hate craft beer dude i like water man i don't drink beer for taste trillium yeah there's another if you guys come out here again there's uh trillium no i've two... been to that one when i was in boston uh they got yeah. one right by uh fucking fenway right 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 yeah yep. and i think awesome. they got like two of them at least um all right you're on the clock, mate. You get the double picks. Yep. Okay. So the first is going to be Bobby to Jack Kennedy. Brought down union bosses like a boss. Shared an affinity for a certain popular actress at the time. The two of them did. And Bobby essentially helped Jack, you know, avoid a nuclear holocaust with Russia. So he's my number two pick. So Bobby Ooh, to Jack. One. Bobby to Jack. That's right. That's right. And you said I get the next one now? Yep. Snake draft. All right, we'll, we'll make it a little bit more fun. So Jack to Miles in the movie Sideways. So this is Paul Giamatti's buddy, uh, top wingman, because everyone needs a friend who's willing to go great distances, literally, to drink a bunch of wine and pick up lovely ladies. Jack to Miles. What movie was it? Sideways. 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 Great film if you haven't seen it. Like, the top film of 2006. <laughs> this is a, this is a was... tough pick. I think it was 12. All right. I'm going to go with one, and I got the approval from our friend Mike in the room. Uh, I like this one. It's going to be kind of a location, but Boston, Massachusetts, as a good wingman for the third pick. I mean, obviously, without Boston, you wouldn't have the founding of this country um, through the war, yeah. through many different things. And then a more recent way I feel like there was a kind of a wingman aspect to Boston spirit was with obviously the terrible, like the tragedy of the marathon bombings. And I feel yeah. like the city really banded together to kind of overcome that on many different levels. So I'm going to give Boston the uh, three slot. Hell yeah. Shout out to Boston. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Location. We're getting, we're getting a little uh, different here now. Yeah. <laughs> Movie and location. Um, I'm going to stick to, uh, to people here before I go. I got one off the grid one here. Um, Let's do it. But I'm, I'm going to save that one because I don't think you guys are going to take it. I don't think you guys are going to take any of these ones. But uh, my three spot is going to be Doris Miller, the first African-American to win the Navy Cross. And for those that, know, that don't know about uh, Doris Miller, he was a cook in the Navy. And he actually, during Pearl Harbor, defended the commanding officer of the ship he was injured and whatnot and he like even like oh, yeah, he, yeah I, the, I think it was in the movie american to win the um medal of honor i don't know if he, it, my research i thought he won the medal of honor as well 
but he won the Navy Cross, and that's like the second highest thing right behind the Medal of Honor. But he defended. This was a guy played by um, Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, in the, yep. the film, right? I so. That's awesome. Yeah, and he like even jumped like literally like jumped on like the these... ladies' favorite movie too. Fun fact: What do you know? Wow, Pearl Harbor is Pearl Harbor. Wow. Who, who, who else? I'm trying to think. There's two Ben Affleck's in there. And then what's that? What's the other guy's name? Josh? Is it Josh something? Oh, I don't. Oh, Josh. Uh, yeah. What was his Josh name? Gordon Levitt? No. No. That's Joseph. No. Josh Hartnett. Yes. Oh, yeah, yes. Josh He was a heartthrob from back on 06. Yeah. Back in 06. Um. Okay. So I just took Doris Miller. That is. That's probably my favorite pick on my list. Honestly. I have five percent battery left okay so all right we're gonna, we're gonna, gonna hurry up we're gonna hurry up i got one pick left i'm sorry guys no okay. you're good all right alexander graham bell boom what would we be without telephones boom i love Actually, it out of respect to the guests and losing him i'm gonna have him hop on next okay so you do your uh, two picks. i'm gonna choose jesse pingman you know uh you you cannot become a major crime lord without a wingman and jesse was exactly that uh so jesse pingman is my last pick from Bobby I think you Kennedy. got one more. I think you got, you one, got more. one more. <laughs> okay, one more. Uh, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson to Steph Curry. Uh, we can Ooh. see as as amazing as Steph is, and he's my favorite player. Uh, they just can't get to the playoffs without Clay. So you know, Clay Thompson is my last uh, my last official. I like pick. the sports one. Jeez, I might have to pull out one. I was I was I'm just gonna. Be, I thought I was going for all like history, history. I love it. Not I love not just part. wingmen in general. Because we've done Got one it. like where it was just like movies wingmen before and whatnot. Um, but history is very so, open. Sorry. To, I'm open very to sorry, he, No, no, you're good. No, you're good. Uh, Jesse. Okay. My guy likes drug dealers, apparently. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> hey, guys. I have 2%. This was a ton of fun. You yes. guys are awesome. I super support what you guys do. And Wingman of the Year is a phenomenal company. I'm going to continue to be a huge fan of you guys. Hopefully, we can connect again. We will, man. We'll let you know when this drops soon, buddy. Cool. Hey, All right. stay safe, take care. Thanks again. All Thank right, you later, so much. Bro. Bye, guys. Oh, well, here, keep us. No, 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 keep us. We're still recording. Mm. Because we got to finish our picks. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll just splice it in. Because <laughs> I got I got a couple good ones. So we got his five. So let's recap his five. Okay, yeah. So here, here, so for the audience, as I was just explaining to Julian, yeah, I thought, apparently, I, I don't know if I communicate well, but I thought it was just going to be history stuff like you know like typical kind of history i know there's like sports history right and like movies and shit but i was talking like something you'll read in social studies yes so but he here let's you cap it off or what did he so he did jesse pickin and clay thompson okay so the two i'll do and you have one more is the first one i'm gonna do is a really funny one i'm gonna pick tom from myspace Okay. You know, I was thinking about who's a tech person that's a great wingman, right? And I, at first I was like, Mark Zuckerberg's very controversial. And so was like Bezos and other ones. And I was going to be like, oh, maybe the app Tinder. But I'm like, that's not a human. But Tom from MySpace, right? He created like the beginnings of social media. He let you do whatever the hell you want. Never bothered you. You got to make some cool backgrounds and like some music. So yeah, Tom by, by MySpace. Um and then the other one, I can pick a bunch on this list, um, but I'll, I'll, you know, I'm going to keep it safe. Paul Revere, Oof. because the British were coming and he warned everybody. Uh, honorable mentions, though, if you want some good what the fucks, uh, kind of dark humor of wingman history, I had Monica Winsky 
Oh, uh, I thought of that one. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I didn't pick my fifth, did I? Oh, no. Sorry. Shit. Is that on your yeah. list? I put Alexander Graham Bell. No, it was, okay. but I was thinking that, you know. Yeah, you do your fifth, then I'll ramble my other uh, honorable um, mentions. So my random one was the meteor that killed the dinosaurs. Like, we need those fuckers kind of gone. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can't have A those. fucking meteor? So yeah. we've had movie actors, uh, sports stars, and inanimate objects, and a city. So and a city. That's pretty good. Yeah. And then the only other funny dumb one I had on here, uh, well, a couple of funny ones. Uh, I had Kanye West for his speech being a wingman for Beyonce for the best music video of all time. But obviously, oh, where he was punk and Taylor. Yeah. So that was kind of a moment I was going to grasp. I'm still that. not happy about that. <laughs> you still you still feel like you need oh, some that, that was kind of rude. Oh, when he did. Oh, yeah, I know it was rude. Oh, you're not arguing that. But no, but I was just more of. He put it out there. He was wingmanning that of moment yeah you could be an aggressive wingman or you know yeah. you, gotta, you know <laughs> everyone's got their style right and then the other ones like captain phillips i'm the captain now like he saved like the ship and like these captains uh, well tom hanks i just got thinking tom hanks really plays wingman in historical life and then uh shout out to matron for this idea it may people may get triggered nowadays but back in the day he was a prime wingman which was at the time vice president joe biden because all the memes of obama like they oh, had yeah, ice the cream people, together. The people were hot on Joe Biden. Oh, back in the day. yeah, yeah. The memes are great. So I feel like he's another like classic wingman. <laughs> so those are some a honorable mentions for you. Uh, I had Hugh Hefner on here. Um, thank you, mm. Hugh, for your hard work. R.I.P. Pour um, out for the boys. Oh, he's literally pouring one out. <laughs> um, yeah, Hugh. Uh, he's done great things for this country, and uh, you know, shaping young men. And, uh, physically and metaphorically yeah um i don't know about any other ones that were coming to mind i think that's all i had um you definitely robbed me on abe lincoln i know but you know you know it's gotta be like the number one thing yeah it's it's prime stuff there but this was i'm really you know what i know this is gonna be very like when people watch it a haphazard interview but what's awesome about it, right i feel like we found somebody we have a great they collaborating history with or maybe more with no pun future. intended no pun intended um we got to crash a first date like that's that's pretty fucking cool i know that was not fucking planned that's a that's a no, thing it wasn't part all. of the plan and the fact that he was like cool with it and he's like nah like we can't reschedule again i'm like and then he she came on mm-hmm. that was awesome yeah, that's all around. Th- this interview exceeded my expectations, honestly. Yeah, we did not expect this, and I'm exceeded. Yeah, I, I, like I just ri- took your words. and I like it. the rivalry I almost have with them. Like <clears throat> kind of like shit on each other. Yeah. And I don't even know them. I like that. That's Yeah, you like that edge. It's good. Yeah. But no, I thought that was a solid interview. So shout out to Julian from Brought to You by History. We're going to plug all this stuff in below in the show notes. So definitely check it out. Yep. Um, This was winging it. Yeah. Presented by Wingman of the Year. Subscribe. Follow like us. Our channels and like all the people that we interview. Yeah. 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 Do that. All right. Bye. 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 Have a good night. Yeah. Yeah. Fantasize about this back in Chicago. Mercy, mercy me, that mercy a lie go. That's me, the first year that I blow. How you say broken Spanish? Me no I blow. Me drown sorrow in that Diablo. Me found bravery in my.